Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't have time to work out? Well, that's where our free 10-minute classes come into your life. You can go ahead and sign up over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days and we'll send you five days of 10-minute classes, yoga, Pilates, all of the goodness to make you feel absolutely amazing. Emma, are you excited? Oh, yes. These are my favorite classes. Bring it on. We'll see you super soon on the mat over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days. Welcome to episode 318 on the Get Merry podcast. We're podcasting from my bedroom and Chino is sitting on the bed with us. So if you hear any strange noises like dog yawns or dog barks, that would be Chino. Yeah, right now he's actually chewing on his leg, which is a bit weird. It's a dog's life. (laughs) Really? Uh, We're really excited about this week's episode. It's our last episode for the year 2021. And oh my, has it been a year? And oh my, has this year gone so quick? I feel like it's been the quickest year of our lives. Yeah, well, I think, I honestly feel like the older you get, the quicker they get. And, you know, remember when mum and dad would always say that or, like, everyone who was an adult when we were kids would say that? So, obviously, it's, like, a thing as you get older. Yeah, I think someone once actually told us why, and I can't remember why that is. But there is, like, a reason why. (laughs) Well, I think – I remember I had a theory. It was because we were becoming less present. No, but it's not that. I think it's, like, because we experience – like so much like when we're younger everything is so new and everything goes like you're not sure you've never driven this path or like walked this path so you're not sure how long everything goes for but then as you become more older and you've experienced more you know like how long a car ride is from like here to your aunties because even like that as a kid would be like oh wow we're going out here so far away it's gonna take ages and I think as well uh you know as an adult you probably end up not always. It's not every case for sure. But, you know, if you're in a job and you're kind of like one year melds into another, into another, this can kind of be a thing. And I think especially with the last couple years we've had, I mean, end of 2019, start of 2020, that was when everyone was beginning to experience this whole pandemic COVID stuff. So, you know, that's been two big years of that. Mm. So obviously it's been two like, I mean, we've had great years, sure, but it's been a lot of heaviness in the world and felt collectively, energetically, I think, as well. So, yeah. And I mean, just, I guess, to wrap up our year and how it's been, that was the first point that we wanted to bring up. COVID is still here. It's still around. Uh, we're excited to be able to go home for the second time this year. Yeah, to so Canberra. I'm excited about that, to see our family uh, which is really, really exciting. And I mean, one of the, I guess, the biggest takeaways from the year and the past two years is like hug your friends and family a lot. 
And I think also really make the most of time together. I think, you know, I think back to like all the trips down to Canberra that I had and I was like, geez, like I really didn't make the most of those Mm. trips. Like I know it can be difficult sometimes staying with family and like, you know, going back to your old house and staying with your parents because it's kind of like you sink back into old patterns. But it's like, man, get over that stuff and just enjoy this special time with them. And I think that's something that I've really reflected on and, you know, I felt that. So I'm really looking forward to spending time with um. Chino just literally laid across the computer. Chino, stop it. Now he thinks it's a game. Come here. Um, Now he's chewing the microphone. This is why they say never work with animals, right? Oh, my God. Chino. Okay. Uh, I agree with that completely. And I think, again, it's like the older you get, I feel like the more your mortality becomes more of a reality. And I think – also for your loved ones as well. Like you think about that and you think, you know, moving away for us, moving away from our family seemed like not a big deal at the time. Mm. And now it's more of a big deal. And I guess that's because travel was so easy back then. Like we could fly back home in an instant and now we can't. And so like the the choice of where you live and who you're close to is even more important. Yeah, and I think – that I mean, that's exactly the reason why we think about these stuff more is because the time has been restricted. You know, something that was so freely available to us, you know, we could hop on a flight to Canberra tomorrow, tonight, literally. We needed uh-huh. to see them when they're and to have even this, drive. Yeah, to have this taken away has been a big deal. And I mean, that's not even the start of it for the rest of the people in the world where, you know, even Damiano, everyone who's lived overseas uh, you know, away from their families, like they have oceans between them and now this and that's just full on and I think it's, you know, for me it's a worry for future as well. Like is this going to be a continuing thing of life? But then again we can't get stuck on this on this uh, continuous thinking about it because that's when we get stuck with the anxiety and we begin to stress and cause even more suffering than what we're already experiencing because we're kind of like festering on it in our minds. So it's all about, I think as well, the lessons. Uh, Like tune into what's giving you anxieties but also do the things that help you let go of the anxieties even if it's just for a moment. Like we must practice these things. Yeah, and I think like with the hug your people hug them often it's also like make time for the phone calls and make time to reconnect and like thank god for facetime and uh zoom and all of that technology that allows us to to see them because imagine if it was just a phone call like it just it wouldn't it would have been even harder imagine if it was just writing oh my well i mean like that's i mean that's so true we're so lucky i guess now to have the ability to easily travel to easily communicate you know just a hundred years ago that was not the case at all not even a hundred years ago it's so crazy uh so a few so a few other things that i guess were milestones in our year was uh the app got launched around January of the year, which was very exciting, the new app that we built. And then mum started working for us in July of this year, which was very exciting. This dream, this goal had been on our uh, list since we started, the Merrymaker Sisters. It was always something we yeah. really wanted to do and it was harder than what we thought it was going to be. It took us longer, but we did it. Well, I think... um. 
I feel like the hardest thing for us was the the mindset around it too because obviously like we had worries we were like oh my gosh like what if we uh, like something goes wrong in the business and we're like mom work for us and then it's like wait we stuffed up (laughs) the business is broken so I think it was also like trusting ourselves and all that we created but we you know I think it was a lot of fear that's like you know the last year or two we probably could have hired hired her early but we were scared and you know that's what they always say with business advice like you always wait too late to make your first big hire or your next the next hire so that's a good lesson if you're in business hire sooner than rather later yeah and I think that you'd always just make it work And, I mean, it hasn't been a struggle at all. And if I could have looked back on what we were actually spending and doing the past two years, I could have absolutely seen that we could have, as a business, hired mum earlier. So sorry about that, mum. But I feel like it came at the perfect time. July of this year really was a milestone. Uh, And then in November we had our biggest month ever for our business of nine years, which was so exciting. And, you know, the few people that we've talked to – about this they will ask us they continue to ask us like oh what did you do differently like why did that happen and this again is such a big lesson that has I guess un I guess revealed itself to us through what happened in November of it being our biggest year we realized biggest month month. I think it showed us so much of the importance of planting the seeds and how it is the persistence of the watering of the seeds and the persistence of the showing up that creates the results further down the track. It's not necessarily one thing that you might change and then boom, it's your biggest month. It's time and it's effort and it's tiny little things done again and again and again and again yeah all of the difference well it's like those all these lessons we've spoken about before isn't it like the persistence that things lead to another thing and that you know you put the hard work in you will reap the benefit you will reap the results but it might not be straight away and that's like this whole thing isn't it like don't be you know don't stop what you're working towards because you're not seeing the results straight away Mm -hmm. it's that whole like delayed gratification uh keep going and I think this is when you know your resilient mindset your strong mindset really helps uh also staying connected to your heart in your work or whatever your goal is like you have to have an element of I mean there's no way that financial gain is our ultimate goal with what we're doing like it's just not if it was our whole story and our business would look totally different it's not our major goal and you know like we could try our hardest to change ourselves but it's not going to help us or our business actually because the thing that keeps us going is the connection to the heart the purpose the bliss the stuff that lights us up and you know like from a accounts purpose or a business mind only business mind they might not think what we're doing is right but I love it like this. Yeah, well, I think that if we only focused on financial gains, it wouldn't be a business we enjoy. And again, that comes down to, you know, what you value when you are doing anything in life. And our biggest value is joy. Yes, it really is. And I mean, it it totally directs us. It is our compass. 
we've allowed joy to be our compass. And I think the cool thing is, is that, you know, it's so easy if you, if you have a business, you know how easy it is to lose the joy in business. You lose the fun, you lose, lose the laughter, you lose the magic because once, what once was, you know, this new, amazing, magical thing becomes this, this thing that you have to do every day. Like it is a, it becomes monotonous, even though it might be so exciting at one stage. So this has been a really amazing director and compass for us because we all always try find ways to add joy. I mean, it, we might take a while to realize sometimes. It's like, oh, wait a minute, what's our goal? Joy. Yeah, and it doesn't actually matter how long it takes you to realize. It's just the most important thing is coming back to it. Mm. So coming back to the joy, that's the most important thing. And I think as you practice that, it becomes easier and easier. And that's why it's important, again, when we talked about these practices of relieving anxiety and stress uh, in our first lesson, I think it's also important uh, to have practices that remind us of joy and, like, why are we even on this planet? It's not just to work and die. Oh my, like if there's one, I think like we're, we're so passionate about this lesson and I think what makes it so hard, what makes us, no, wait, what makes us so passionate is because we see so many other people like not getting it and I find it really like how does not everyone understand this, that there's more to life than making money and paying bills and like buying the newest thing and making your house look better and shinier and getting new things, filling your life with stuff. Like, really, life should be about filling it up with moments, magical mm. moments. And, you know, that can come to our next lesson. I mean, we both read the book uh, Phosphorescence Phosphorescence by Julia Bard or Bird. 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 I think we've spoken about it before because I was reading it ages ago and now Carla's just almost fin- almost finishing it. And Carla read the chapter about savouring and lingering and, you know, what she means by it is, like, linger and savor these amazing moments these great moments in life life can be such a hurry from getting from a to b that we forget to stay in the good moments and i think it's also not just the amazing moments like the super big highs it's like savor the the mundane savor the the small joys of your life and that might be like i think in the not i think in the book she uses the example of her making her pot of tea every morning and like that's her she savors that moment she savors sitting on her deck watching the birds and her big grudel being next to her Mm. and it's like these small moments in your life that actually matter and sometimes we're so quick and rushed and hustling and busy that we forget that these small moments like the moments of like cooking dinner together yeah like that's a small moment the moment of like enjoying a a cake that you baked yeah and I think we're so we're so focused on ticking off our to-do list that we forget to savor and linger and like maybe it's important that we add to our to-do list if you're the kind of person who loves a list let's also add to our list savor the moment enjoy life (laughs) and I think it's also like sometimes it feels like you have to be one person or the other you know you have to be a go-getter and a rusher Mm. and a like type a person or you can be a more enjoy the moment person and relaxed person you can either be chilled or wound up and successful but no like we can be everything like and if we choose to be busy in the right moments that we feel right to us great do that but then allow time to do the other things which include 
practicing these these moments to slow down, to literally slow down time and enjoy life itself. So true. Mm. On to our next lesson of 2021. And uh, I guess this lesson has been with us for a long time, but it's still so important and it's learning new things. Yeah. And, I mean, this one was really apparent with our – uh, new dive into crypto and NFTs, which is so much fun, I must say. Uh, we're loving learning about it. But, you know, we heard about this back in 2017 or even before then yeah. about Bitcoin. And back then and since then until 2021, it's always been this thing that seemed too hard, too too in-depth, too smart, like too – too complicated for for me and for you, Emmy. And we just kind of were like, yeah, no, that's not for us. And then when we started to dive into it and learn a little bit more about it, it all started to make sense and it was all really exciting. And we actually really enjoyed learning about it. And that again, just proved to us that, you know, if something looks too hard or too scary or not for you, maybe you should go toward it. Yeah, I think you should question your beliefs around something um, if you want to, of course. I mean, there's also that idea of like divine timing. And for us, maybe this was when we were supposed to do it. And, you know, we can reflect back and think, yeah, we were fully focused on our business. And if we we had taken our energy and time off Merrymakers and Merrybody, maybe it wouldn't be what it is today. So maybe it was like we had to set the foundations really strongly for that to allow for the space to add something new. And it just so happened to be crypto this time around. You know, maybe next time it could have been anything. It could have been art or knitting. or and But that's the whole thing. It's like, like even f- that is the perfect example, actually. Like you think you're not creative. That's why you're stopping to not do art, but actually you could do that. You just have to try. And that's what we've really, I guess, you know, we knew this lesson, but it's always fun to experience in real time, in real life, again and again. Yeah, and I think that you made a really good point with the divine timing and also your circumstances. You know, sometimes there isn't actually enough space for new things and that's okay you know in those moments it's okay that you don't have to be learning something new or adding something because there's no point in adding something if it's just going to stress you out Mm. like it you need to have the space or create the space for that new thing and uh for us also it was a you know circumstances financially to be able to invest Mm. because i think again like if we'd invested you know back in 2017 16 actually again would have caused more stress it would have been like this is too stressful we can't do this like it's too much what we're doing so i think it's also being smart about it as well and realizing oh yeah it wasn't really the right time i mean we only just say that because like bloody bitcoin but uh on to the next lesson (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, and that's a good lesson too no fomo no fomo oh my gosh (laughs) yeah if you do if you're into this kind of thing you understand fomo right no fomo ever no no we can't look back we can't have fear of missing out and we have to just accept i mean that can move perfectly onto our next lesson which is like maybe the lessons of our lifetimes it will always be a lesson which is self-acceptance again and again we must accept ourselves we must enjoy our life to the fullest without worrying about the number on the scales, what we look like, how many gold medals we have or uh, accolades we've achieved, how much money is in our banks, how uh, the house we live in, how big is it, how shiny is it, the diamonds on our hands. We do not need these things. These things do not define who we are. 
they are not us. We are all each so much more than every single one of these things, these examples I've just mentioned, and that's just, you know, scraping the surface of these surface level things. We're so much more. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that'll be a forever lesson. And I mean, it's a forever mission as well to to talk about this and Mm. to share this very important message because too often we stop ourselves from experiencing joy and happiness and laughter and fun because we don't have those things because we're not there yet. And so that's why we must learn to accept exactly where we're at so we can experience joy and Mm. actually uh, be living the life that we're living in this moment. Yeah, I think... Like, when you really think about this topic, it's so simple, don't you think? It's such a, like, well, duh, but why is it so hard for so many of us? And, I mean, like, we even fall down this trap again and again, but I feel like we're really lucky that we have each other Mm. to come back and, you know, we have ourselves too. Like, we know this is a truth. We know this is an eternal truth for every single person on this planet. Like, it simply is. It's a universal truth. Yeah, it's a universal truth. And I think, you know, just think about, like, you know, we have these these things that represent, like, these great differences in humanity, I guess. Uh, The, like, socio differences, economical differences. And uh, what is unity, like, we still can experience laughter and joy no matter what we have and what we don't, we do have and don't have. Of course, there's things we need like shelter, safety, security. We need all these things. But whether you are secure in a tiny apartment or whether you're secure in a giant mansion does not equal happiness or sadness unless we let it create unhappiness and sadness so I think uh I love this lesson I love talking about this and I think it's a great reminder again and again I love reminding myself and you Carla and you remind me and I love talking about it on this podcast because I think it will be a forever lesson especially when you are ambitious and especially when maybe you're in business especially when you're surrounded by it I mean here we are in Australia living on the Gold Coast like there's so much of this where we live yeah so it's important that we check in hang on a minute (laughs) it's like do I need that goal no or am I like you can have the goal but are you letting the lack of achieving that goal stop you from experiencing joy Mm. in this moment Mm. and that's the important question because you can strive and you can Mm. be ambitious and you can have the things go for it cool well done but like it doesn't make you enjoy your life more by getting there and I think as well like you know what it's a really hot topic I think for many people you know this whole idea of money blocks uh And I think sometimes people think that, like, you know, our perspective on this is kind of like, no, that's a money block. And I'm going to say that it's not at all because I don't believe it is so. I don't put off the goal. I don't put off the ambition for the sake of, you know, I must live joyfully. I have to have less stuff. I mean, like, this is like, this is like ancient philosophy. This is like back in like Marcus Aurelius, like he talks about this stuff how like and lots of the the Roman emperors did like they went without so they could live their lives properly and the yogis and the yogis yeah (laughs) all the ancients did this and like I don't think we need to do that like I think you know it's a great way to feel empathy if you can't feel empathy yeah go and live like that with nothing and see 
But I think we can still, you know, have the ambition and still have our feet on the ground. And this is what we are about. A hundred percent, this is what we are about. Staying true, knowing that we are not the stuff that we own, not the things we achieve. We are not those things. We're not identifying ourselves with that. Because when we do do that, we are up for like future turmoil, really, because none of this stuff is everlasting. It could go in an instant. Yeah, and I think the thing that happens when we do identify ourselves with these achievements and these certain goals is like we get them and then it's like, what next? Like now I need another thing because now I've done that thing. And, okay, get them. And it's just overwhelming. And again, and you pointless. Don't, yeah, you really don't enjoy life at all. And you can have the list of the accolades and you can put it on your website and share it on your socials. That is, yeah, cool, you did that. But that doesn't make you any happier, really. It might make you, like, be in your ego for a moment of, like, wow, I'm so amazing. (laughs) Which is fine, do it. But come back to truth always. Yeah, that you actually didn't need this to feel amazing. Yeah, and and that's the same with, like, (laughs) you know, diet and weight and self-acceptance of what we look like. The same thing. Again and again. Yeah, and I think, you know, this is, uh, we wrote down this lesson of 2021. It really, really, really doesn't matter what you look like or how much you weigh. And, like, we're talking about body image here. Like, we're not talking about, you know, anything, I guess, like your race or uh, anything that actually plays a part of privilege because that does actually matter, you know. That does make a difference. Well, I could say weight does too. Yes. Like there's definitely fat uh, phobia and, like, there's definitely people get treated differently to what they look like. This, I mean, we're not talking about uh, so, uh, the society's uh, pressures of these things. We're talking about more, like, inner stuff and definitely not race either. We're not talking about that. This is more about... Because we do know that that yeah. plays a part. And we're not, and we don't have uh, experience to talk about this stuff. But we should get someone else to come in and talk well, about this. Well, we are uh, getting Miriam back on the podcast mm. and she loves to talk about this and she has a lot of experience in this and I'll be excited to ask her questions about mm. it so we can learn more. Uh, but it really doesn't matter how much you weigh when you're thinking about your body and the fact that you put on your goals list again, lose 10 kilos, lose 5 kilos, must have a six-pack, must have a thigh gap, these kinds of things. This is what we're talking about. Yeah, I think it's like those beauty ideals. Uh, I think, you know, health is a different, a, t- a slightly different area. I mean, if you've been told you need to lose weight because you are leading towards illness, like this is a great reason to – to make some changes. But when we, you know, use external aesthetics, uh, when we also put off joy and happiness because we feel like we're not pretty enough to do that, like this is when we have to dig deep and tune into what is really important in life. And it simply is not what we look like. Your job isn't to to look beautiful. That's that's You're here for so much more than that. That can be part of life. You know, if you love doing these things, boom, love it. Like, yes, enjoy it. It is a part of, it is a part of humans. Like we can go back again and see that, you know, decorating your face and wearing jewelry and wearing makeup has been around since the ancients too. 
But I think, you know, nowadays, you know, they didn't have Instagram. We have Instagram. And we know, we know this is negatively impacting, especially young women, it's negatively impacting their sense of self. And it's doing more harm than good, probably. Huh. Do we have any other lessons uh, or is that wanted, it? <laughs> well, I just wanted to add after that when you mentioned, you know, if you've been told by somebody that you should lose weight for health reasons, I also want to just check in like that they're not just looking at the BMI calculator. Very true. Very true. <laughs> because I did see Dr. Brett Hill, who we've had on this podcast before, he shared that his doctor was like showing him the BMI that he was. Oh my God, probably I'm overweight yeah. too. So I just want to check in that like, you know, we're getting the correct, I guess the opinions from people that actually are, I, I don't even know how to, how to work around that, but the BMI calculator is bullshit. Well, I think, you know, <laughs> yeah, when I say that, it's like, you know, I'm have, putting this trust and blanket over like all these experts and professionals, but the simple truth is that a lot of what some people say is not true. Mm-hmm. So I think it is also checking in with yourself and being honest with yourself uh, and uh, knowing that like you are worth it, you are worth it to, you know, your life is worth it to feel good when you wake up. Like this, I think this is what I'm thinking. Like I want you to feel good. I want you to feel able as best possible with whatever you've been given in this life. That's what I want. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like for me as an example, like I've got low iron or I had low vitamin D and like I could only find the information out through a blood test with my doctor. And like now knowing that I understand a bit more about like why I might feel tired or why I might feel like a lack of energy at whatever times of the day. And so I... It's important that I am aware of that so then I can make changes. Very true. And and also it's like, you know, we have doctors and we doctor friends as well and we don't always listen to all of their advice. And I'm not saying to not <laughs> listen to your doctor. Listen to your doctor. Oh, my God, like how many PC? Like we just have to make sure we like a PC, right? This is Emma and Carla. We're always trying to do that. We don't want to stir the pot too much. <laughs> no, it's like we don't want to like offend anybody or get in trouble or anything <laughs> it's like we are two do-gooders right like we should stir the pot we should upset people no just kidding but i think like of course we have to trust expert advice but we also have to look inwards and trust ourselves sometimes <laughs> or like get multiple opinions right oh it's funny it's a it's an interesting subject most importantly you are amazing right here right now except acceptance of your body right here right now is only going to help you in your journey and i think acceptance also leads to self-care and And i think that's what we're about caring for yourself leads to positive change as well yes because yeah you're as we spoke about in two episodes ago about making changes but still practicing self-acceptance because change is inevitable of course it is change is guaranteed yeah so a few last lessons of 2021 before we wrap up our very last podcast of 2021 and then we'll be back in your ears for 2022 what the you should eat the bowl of pasta you really really should unless you're like gluten celiac obviously (laughs) don't do it then eat the gluten-free pasta yeah exactly but enjoy the pasta enjoy the pizza enjoy the gelato like let's collectively release our attachment to diets we do not need them uh they really are 
pretty much society, a society made up thing where people just want to make money. <laughs> pretty much. This true, isn't and it? And they want to put you on this one and then that one's going to fail you so then you'll get on the other one and it's a never-ending cycle of unenjoyment because it's a never-ending cycle of restriction and counting and stepping onto scales that just make you feel bad about yourself. So collectively I think we should enjoy the pasta, go and get whatever food you want. Obviously you don't do it every night, but you you just eat it when you want to eat it and you don't stop yourself from going on out on social occasions because Let's go back to lesson number one of the importance of hugging your people and spending time with your people. Like, oh my, go on, mm. go out with your friends, go out with your family. And if someone suggests a restaurant that maybe you wouldn't have used to eat at, maybe you should just say yes and give it a try. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this links up everything, doesn't it? You know, we spoke about mortality as well. It's like no one is going to think about your six-pack abs when, you know, they're reading your obituary. Is that how you say that word, obituary? Yeah. Uh, That quote that gets, like, so many likes, so many comments all the time because we all get distracted potentially by wanting to change ourselves and wanting to be better, in inverted commas, wanting to lose weight. But this stuff is just stealing moments. It's stealing magic from your life and it's simply not worth it. So this is the whole point. Like, this is what we're about And I think this is, you know, the first time for such a huge chunk of our lives we've truly experienced freedom with food and diets. You know, we let ourselves eat the naughty food. And the thing is, you don't want to eat it every day. You just simply can't. You don't, I don't want to eat that food. Like, I actually enjoy eating very healthy, nourishing, lots of fruit, lots of vegetables, lots of healthy proteins and fats most of the time. Like, it's about uh, eating more natural, yeah, but then I'm not going to cry and stress out and get anxious when I eat something processed even. Like when Damiano shoves a freaking Cornetto in my face, I'm going to have a lick. And I said, like, I meant croissant. Because, like, that's probably what everyone thinks, croissant, but it's a... Everyone's it's, picturing I, the corner. Yeah, I know. And now. then I said... I and you said I said lick because I was like, no one will understand what a, a cornetto is, like the Italian version of croissant. <laughs> you so might I, have a bite. Yeah, have a bite. But then I was like, oh, but now I'm rambling. Anyway, eat the cornetto, <laughs> whatever you're imagining the cornetto. All the Italians are going to be like, croissant. I know the cornetto. All the croissant. Croissant All the cornetto. sandwich. Eat the panini. I'm going to eat the sandwich. like... <laughs> I think we should stop this podcast. I know, like, really, we should stop it. Oh, my. And, like, we're sweating in this hot bedroom because we've turned the fan off. It's we so hot. hope that your 2021 has been filled with lessons that you can take away with you into 2022. And let's all welcome 2022. That's hard to say. 2022 in with this idea that we're going to savour the moments. So we're going to experience life for all that it has to to give us and we're gonna stop rushing we're gonna stop rushing from a to b because what's the rush anyway Mm. and where are we rushing to (laughs) exactly the end what's the end uh and i think we're going to spend more time and cherish that time with the people we care most Mm. about and working towards things that we care deeply about meaningful yeah whether that's activism whether that's a business that is connected to your heart whether that is hobbies that you love 
whether that is just, you know, your life, everyday living, adding this kind of like this this connection with stuff you really care about. Mm. Bring I'm, it on. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I feel think excited. it's going to be a good year. I feel like it's a magical year, 2022. It's got to be. Thank you so much for tuning in for all of the episodes that you have. We are so grateful for your ears. We look forward to spending every week with you next year in 2022. Enjoy. It's like sometimes we don't do it every week though. It's mostly. Mostly every week. Let go. Let go of the of the routine. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Yay. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.